0: ladies and gentlemen welcome in to the 143 this is episode 82 coming at you live
1: this is the second to last online episode so we have Mm. this one another one and then we will both back be in the hq college station so super excited for that one
0: yeah we're pumped for uh for this this little shindig to be over here and uh for Nick to be back in the studio, you know, that seat next to me is looking really empty every time I record. Looking um, dusty. Ian's got laundry in that seat right now. So, you know, that doesn't belong there. We'll we'll need to talk to Ian about that later. But uh our NBA analyst, he's uh he's getting pretty lazy around here apparently. But um yeah, we're looking forward to having Nick back and uh being back live together. It just sounds better when we're when we're here at the it studio. Does.
1: It really does the
0: (laughs) the sound. The episode just
1: yeah. The episode runs a lot better. I feel like it's a lot smoother when we're both just hanging off each other live. But you know it is what it is for now. We make do.
0: But just like we're closer to Nick being back, we are closer to the NFL season being here. We uh, they're starting preseason games. Well, at the Hall of Fame game Thursday, but preseason games for everyone start this Thursday, and uh, sounds like there are going to be some starters playing on a lot of the teams. I don't know about the Cowboys, but I'm hearing like Rams, Seahawks, Patriots, Texans, they're all planning on playing a lot of their starters. So obviously not the whole game, but might be a little bit more exciting of a preseason. Obviously not saying that it's going to be exciting, but might be a little bit more entertaining than we've seen in the past. Um, but, yeah, that's that's coming up this Thursday, starting it off. We're starting it off in Jacksonville on Saturday. If
1: yeah, our understand. first game is Saturday. Super excited for that. I don't think there's any point in putting our starters out there. You don't want to show no. off anything too early, no. give anyone some
0: looks. But um, today we're going to be talking about the NFL uh, top 100 list that came out. It's a pretty popular list that comes out before every NFL season and the players vote on who they think is the top 100 players in the NFL. Uh, we'll be focused more on the top 10. Uh, but we'll start with the stat of the week brought to you by our sponsor, Andrews Logistics. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is now the number one player for the second time in three years. Top 100 voted. And by all his peers, as the number one player in the NFL, I mean, I don't think anybody can really disagree with that right now uh, with the tear that he's been on. But congrats to Patty, and that's your stat of the week.
1: I mean, that's pretty easy. And then, obviously, I mean, he's got to be the player of the week. It's what we're talking about. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion, two-time MVP, two-time All-Pro, five-time Pro Bowler, um, throwing for 192 touchdowns. 24,241 yards. He's just been absolutely ridiculous, he
0: literally since he, he
1: stepped into the starting role. So congratulations to Patrick Mahomes on being number one yet again.
0: I mean, Nick and I didn't even talk about that one. That's just how much on the same page we are. Just imagine how exactly. it's gonna be when we're exactly. when he's back. You know, we're just gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Like I don't think the world's prepared. But um, let's dive into this top 10. List. and Nick, I mean, I know I'm going to let, just, let take it away. Let's just get into the say, first gripe.
1: I know yep, exactly. We, we haven't even Go talked ahead. about it, but we are, I didn't know exactly what it is. That number three really bothers really? me. Jalen Hurts, Same here. I mean, I disagree.
0: Are you kidding very, me? Very,
1: very much so. Are you kidding me? I mean, Nick Bosa is the best defensive player in the game as of right now, mm-hmm. and you're going to put Jalen Hurts over him? And also, the other thing, too, we've mentioned this before on the podcast. Jalen Hurts is not uh, the second-best quarterback in the league. I would say he's not even the third-best. Obviously, I'm taking Joe Burrow over Jalen Hurts 100 Mm -hmm. times out of 100. And then, I mean, I'd say Josh Allen is there as the number three. Oh, yeah, number three. And there's also quite a few more people that I'm taking over Jalen Hurts. But that number three really, really bothers me. And I know it bothers
0: Joseph as well. It bothered me. That was the first thing that I saw. I mean, you go, okay, like Patrick Mahomes, Justin Jefferson. I mean, Justin Jefferson showed out last year. There's no arguing that he's the number two. Um, Jalen hurts at number three blows my mind. I mean, it was just an eyesore just to see it. I'm looking at it right now and it makes me want to puke. I just, I'll say this. Okay. I've had enough. I've had enough of the Jalen Hurts type. Listen. So, and, and I'll, I'll tell you what's going on, Nick. This is, this is what's going on. The offensive coordinator for the Eagles last year and Shane Steichen. He's a genius. Okay. And I don't like giving Eagles credit, but I'm going to give him credit because he's not an Eagle anymore. Before the Eagles, he was on the chargers. That was when Justin Herbert had his one shine, like shine out year, right? When Justin Herbert kind of popped onto the scene, his second year, Shane Steichen was his offensive coordinator moves to Philly gives Jalen Hurts an amazing sophomore year as well. Now he's moved on to guess where? The Colts with Anthony Richardson. So there's a chance Anthony Richardson could be great, like me and you have talked about, but that's not what this is about. Shane Sykin is no longer with Jalen Hurts. So this season we get to see if it really was Jalen Hurts being just amazing or if it was a lot of the play calling and the scheming that went on behind Jalen Hurts' game. Because let's be honest, Jalen Hurts is great at running the football. But as a as a passer, he's not, not a, a good off. passer. He's not great. And he's not great at going off script from what I've seen. So I don't know if it was a lot of the scheming, but that's that's what a lot of people are thinking. But it's just when you think of great quarterbacks in the NFL – Obviously Patrick Mahomes is in another stratosphere right now. And the other other person you think of closest to Patty is Joe Burrow. I mean, like hands down, everyone thinks it's Patrick versus Joe. That's the rivalry right now. You know? So it blows my mind. It blows my mind that Jalen Hurts is number three on this list.
1: It also bothered me. And look, the other thing is, is like we said, this is um done by the peers. So the other NFL players, right? And so we've also seen that they're not very smart because I saw earlier this week, George Pickens was asked his top five wide receivers of all time and his top four were valid, right? Everyone, uh, his top four. um, I don't remember exactly what the order was, but he had Randy Moss in there, Calvin Johnson in there, Jerry Rice in there and Julio Jones in there. And I feel like most everyone has those somewhere in their top five. Um, Doesn't really matter the order, but then, His fifth overall was Michael Crabtree, which he kind of (laughs) got flamed for on Twitter, which I think was well-deserved. Because, I mean, Michael Crabtree, I'd say he was good, but to put him top five all-time wide receivers ever, I mean, that was laughable.
0: Justin Fields put himself in his top five rushing QBs. You
1: got those same guys voting on this top 100. So those same guys are putting... Jalen Hurts at number three. I'd say they got just about every other one right. Number one is obviously correct. I'd say number two is correct, but number three, that's just an absolutely horrendous pick. Like that absolutely. just bothers we, me.
0: We had to hit on that first. Um, but let's talk about the other one that definitely stood out to me and you. I know at number nine, our boy Michael Parsons. Guys, I'm not gonna lie, Michael Parsons is uh has put on some weight. Has put on some weight since last season. He's he is the in a now beast. and he's looking big. Michael Parsons say, will be on a tear.
1: He's going to be he's gonna be a true defensive end, and I think that is Which what took it's going way to too long.
0: Too. It took way too Absolutely. long to make him
1: that. He did not need to be bouncing back and forth from he played yeah. take some reps at D tackle, some reps at linebacker, some reps we, at defensive. We end. love
0: Dan Quinn, but now that, that he was is something strictly that needed to be done.
1: defensive end. He has one focus and one goal. You know he doesn't have to worry about three different positions. I think that's going to make him incredibly, incredibly lethal. I mean, everyone knows him to be a disgusting pass rusher, oh, and yeah. now that he's DN, that's his only duty. That's is his to only rush job. The so I'm super duper excited to see Michael Parsons on that defensive end. Could could there be defensive player of the year season inbounds? I think for he's Micah due up.
0: I think he's due up I, for defensive player of the year.
1: He's going to get one here pretty soon. Here's the it thing: may not he be was this year, but it's here pretty soon.
0: Mid-season awards, he was defensive player of the year last year. And then, I mean, you just get worn out when you're playing corner, linebacker, d D-tackle. Like, you get worn out. but you, Yeah, there were some plays
1: where now. he was dropping back in coverage, yeah. and it's like, I love my boy Micah, but he does not need to be covering wide no. receivers.
0: But like, now that we have some depth in the secondary, um, we don't really need him back there as much. Like, his one job will be to eat, eat QBs. And uh, that's what he'll be doing, and then um, so obviously love that he made the top ten. I think that was well deserving. Nick Bosa, right now you've got to put him above Micah because Nick Bosa yeah, won I think defensive player. So. I mean, and he was I mean he was a beast last year. He was a beast, and um, two I will say something interesting about this list: Nick Bosa and number ten Chris Jones, right now top ten are holding out. Uh, from their camps due to contract, they, they both want, you know, more money. And so uh, they are not reporting to camp. I know the 49ers are confident. They'll get a deal done with Nick Bosa, but uh, the chiefs are not as confident about Chris Jones and they need him because their defense is not amazing. And uh, I mean, he's been the one stud that you can depend on, on the Kansas city defense last season and help that's, I mean, he helped them win the Super Bowl. Uh so they need to pay him and they need to figure I mean, that out. I was about
1: to say these, these two guys are way too good and way too essential to their defensive units to you know to afford to let them walk, right? I mean Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nick Bosa is the best defensive player in the game, and obviously I think he's gonna be a 49er. I think Chris Jones is also gonna be a chief, but it's just all this extra hassle. It's so frustrating because it seems like every day we're seeing about yep two new players that are holding out from their contract when it's like, dude, can y'all just
0: Just play the game?
1: Just, I was about to say, play the game, have some pride for your team. Just settle for, for a little bit less, a little bit less million, a million dollars. Like to us, that is to me and Joseph. That is a lot of money, but to y'all, that's really nothing. A million dollars is not that big of a difference.
0: Agreed. Like, and also, you know, just sacrifice a little bit of the money to win Chris Jones and Nick Bosa are both on two obviously Chris Jones on a Super Bowl winning team Nick Bosa's on a contending team these are teams that could win this year like these are teams that have the hopes of winning like they're teams that are like man I'd love to just make playoffs these guys are like disappointed if they don't win the Super Bowl like that's those are the kind of teams you want to be on so don't just hold out because you want like Nick said like two or three million more dollars on your contract like Take what take what's on it. Like, and they both want extensions. They've already got contracts, you know, but they both want, you know, more money than what they're making right now. Um, so I know like the 49ers have said, like, I think Nick Bosa will get paid and everything will get sorted out there. Chris Jones is a little bit more iffy. Um, but hopefully, you know, they can both resign. I mean, it's the business of the NFL. It's one of those things that happens every year. It's not very fun for the fans, but
1: which is why also I can appreciate. A move like Joe Mixon you know he mm-hmm. accepted the pay cut and then he even came out publicly and uh, I'm paraphrasing of course and he just basically said that I understand that to keep other pieces here I can't get paid as much as I think I'm worth but he's just saying basically he sees the pay cut being worth it because that means that he gets to be Um, a bangle next season, but then also they get to keep the other essential pieces so that they can have the best team possible.
0: Right. I agree. Um, Interesting. Another thing is, uh, you know, you got three chiefs, you got Patty, Travis, Kelsey, and Chris Jones. I mean, they're the dominant team in the league right now. I think that's only fitting Um, everyone. I think they're the favorites to win it all again, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, So everybody's gunning for Kansas city this year. Um, but every every NFL season has challenges for every team, so we'll see. I mean, I I mean they'll make obviously they'll be number one or two seed in the AFC, but winning back to back Super Bowls is tough. It's very tough to do, and uh, it's never a gimme. I mean, Travis Kelsey was saying on New Heights, he's saying like every season, you know, fans come up to me in training camp, they're like, "We're gonna win the Super Bowl this year." Like he's not even like the players are not thinking about the Super Bowl. During training camp, you know, you're focused on that week one matchup. Like it's a long, grueling season. There's tons of injuries had on every side, but um, it's going to be tough for the Chiefs to repeat because everybody's got, everybody wants to, to beat the Chiefs right now. So every game they play will be the team bringing their absolute best against them.
1: I mean, it's August and, you know, we're talking about February. We haven't even, we haven't even started preseason yet. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, it's too early to start making predictions for that. But um, obviously, we are super-duper excited. And then with Travis Kelsey being number five, um, I I think there is also the possibility of Travis Kelsey retiring as maybe the greatest tight end of all time. Oh, yeah, I I agree. A lot of people see him as the best now, but I think once he retires, he will be undisputed. Undisputably the best tight end. Yes. That's just my personal opinion.
0: I mean, I would say... For the most part. And this could be controversial, Nick. You can disagree with this. Feel free. Other than pick... uh, Other than the third, other than Jalen Hurts, I think nine of these guys, I mean, are legitimately, when I say potentially, I mean, like, probably future Hall of Famers. I mean... Chris Jones, Michael Parsons, Josh Allen, Tyreek, Joe Burrow, Travis Kelsey, Nick Bosa, Justin Jefferson, and Patrick Mahomes are all well on their way to Hall of Fame careers right now.
1: I mean, I think that's easy. I mean, the two most obvious. Some of those guys are early,
0: but, like, you know what I mean? They're on track. They're on pace for a Hall of Fame career.
1: And Justin Jefferson, obviously, at number two, you know, he's – Breaking records every single year, I and mean, that was only the second season. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, you got Tyreek Hill at seven, right? He's been one of the best. He's been a top mm-hmm. three receiver for the last like I don't even know how many years.
0: Like seven. Years. Josh
1: Allen, he's got some things to figure out. I think he's talented enough to do it. Um, it just mm-hmm. depends on longevity. For me, he's still got a couple more things. I think he would need to achieve, and then. Michael Parsons—he's been out of this world. I mean, he's been—he hasn't won a Defensive Player of the Year yet, um, but he's been a candidate the last two seasons. I mean, so he came
0: absolutely out. absolutely on track. He came out yesterday, two days ago, and said, "You know, he doesn't want to just be a Hall of Famer. He wants to be one of the greatest Hall of Famers of all time." Like I mean, that's, that's some serious that's the stuff mentality
1: right there. that you gotta have. I mean, I'm all. And by I'm the way. Your, I'm your
0: By the way, he he looks like he probably will be. I'm just saying he's like like everybody's talking about how much work and uh, how different he looks. I mean he's
1: he's not a kid anymore.
0: I mean he looked like a beast coming out of college, but like he if you
1: haven't seen a picture of him recently, like when when this episode is over, I highly recommend you just go look up a picture of Michael Parsons. Just find one of him recently. I
0: mean, all 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 off season, he's been posting pictures of him in the lab. Like, I mean, he, he's been working, he's been working hard, you know, and I hope, you know, since there's 52 other guys on, on the roster, like he's not the only Cowboy putting in work. Um, Hopefully Dak is working on Although I've, I've seen some training camp footage and I I'm will not say, sure Dak is cut. Down I was about to say
1: every single training camp video I see of the Dallas Cowboys is Dak throwing another <laughs> interception. and You're throwing it against the practice squad. Essentially, against a bunch of backups, so that does not get me confident at all this season. Obviously, this isn't. He said he's going to have less than ten picks this season.
0: Where he's got Uh, that from?
1: He'll he'll have less than ten within the first five weeks for sure. I mean, defenses after that.
0: Defenses don't respect him. He makes just terrible reads. Terrible like the throws. The throws are never like atrocious. It's just the read the guy's always like covered, you know? So it's like he's gotta be better, I think, in decision making is the biggest thing for Dak because I mean, he knows the,
1: the arm talent is there. Mm-hmm. He's got solid accuracy, but there are particular situations where you're like, Why did he throw that? Like I'm I mean, off the top of my head, I'm thinking of the first pick that he threw um against the 49ers in that playoff game, you know, he's got Zeke wide open for mm-hmm. a guaranteed five yards. And he ends up throwing a pick, trying to force it downfield to Michael Gallup. And you're just like, what are you doing? What are you doing?
0: And uh, hopefully he's working on that this off season, But like we said, uh, it's hard to tell from the video we're seeing. The other thing too, is I've seen that the
1: Dallas Cowboys running back room has been excelling. Deuce Vaughn has been cooking it up in training camp mm-hmm. and, that gets me super excited because it's a cool moment for him. He's getting to play with his dad, um, Chris, Chris Vaughn, I believe. I think so. Name. Yeah. Chris. Yeah. And so I'm super excited uh, for this guy. Hopefully. I mean, I hope, I hope he turns out to be really, really good. Cause I, I just love to see him be super oh, yeah. productive on oh, yeah. the field.
0: I think he will be. He's pretty quick. He's a pass catcher. That's what we need right now. That's what the leagues running backs are kind of mm-hmm. turning into, but um in terms of the list, that's our thoughts on the top yes. 10. Obviously, there's a lot yeah. of guys on the top one, like there's hundred guys on the list, so we can't talk about them all. Top ten is like biggest the names. top ten are the really, really the ones you, you care about. Other than pick hey, number three, we had a cowboy on there. Yeah. So there you go.
1: I'm all for it. Other than pick three, they nailed it. Absolutely. Joseph, you're correct. Well, here's your like to end our shows and under review. I've brought to you a quote by the Bear Bryant. He said, it's not the will to win that matters. Everyone has that. It's the will to prepare to win that matters. And that's the
0: truth. That is the truth. Take that with you this week. And uh, thank you for listening. We'll bring you another episode next week of Under Review.